Welcome to the God and Cancel Culture podcast. We're counting off the days until my book comes out. It literally came off the press a few days ago. It'll be available in stores on September 7th. You can order it. And I did this on the Strang Report. A lot of my Strang Reports actually have to do with the book in some way. This one is Dr. Stella Manuel, and she was one of my main sources. And I talk about this. I have a whole chapter on it. So I thought I would put it on the God and Cancel Culture podcast. You may have already heard it, but if not, here is my Strang Report as it appeared, and I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Strang Report with Steve Strang on the Charisma Podcast Network. This episode was produced to discuss and address issues within our nation and around the world from a Christian worldview. Well, welcome back, everyone, and welcome to you, Dr. Stella Emanuel. I'm so glad to have you on my podcast again, and as my listeners know, you're a big part of my new book, God and Cancel Culture, and something very serious is happening, and I wanted you to tell me about it. It has to do with pharmacies, and when I learned about it, I thought, this is news. We need to get it online, and I wanted you to tell me about it. So I guess I'll just kind of interview you like I would as a journalist if I was writing an article about it. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me, Steve. Um, we have been really, really swamped because, um, of course, when they knew, when they heard about the Delta variant, basically the whole idea is about scaring the vaccinated people to go and get vaccines. But because a lot of patients are white now, they actually run to come and get hydroxychloroquine which I wish a lot of people had gotten it when we have been talking about it for over the year so that they will not be swamped like this. So for the past three weeks, we've gone from having 100 patients a day to 700 a day and counting. And uh, people are lined up in front of our clinic with seeing 100 patients a day in the clinic when usually we see 30. So people are lined up and it looks like Black Friday in front of my clinic. So we've ramped up with doctors and nurse practitioners. I mean, it's been a while so we tried so right now we have probably about 35 providers between nurse practitioners and doctors we have doctors that are licensed in all states so that they can take care of people but our challenge right now has been pharmacies and right when you get to pharmacies before if we're seeing 100 patients we'll call the pharmacy or we're calling this trip some of them don't want to steal it we'll find another pharmacy and sometimes it takes us two three pharmacies to find somebody but with my staff being overwhelmed with this much pharmacy, uh, patient load, we don't have time to call one pharmacy, stop and call the other one, stay on the phone for 20 minutes. It's just been really, really crazy. And most people are still saying they don't want to fill prescriptions. We are getting a lot of pushback from mainstream pharmacies. So I thought about it. I said, you know, there are a lot of mom and pop pharmacies out there. Some of them are going out of business. There will be a win-win situation for America if we can have our mom and pop pharmacies that can take care of patients, ship it to them states or the states that they are licensed in, so that way we can send all our scripts to them. Our business model is cash pay. We'll get our patients to pay cash too. If they want to do it, get their insurance, then they can go deal with their insurance and go through the trouble. So we just spent out this clarion call today because as had yesterday, our pharmacies were backed up by two weeks. And um, the shipping pharmacies are backed up. Patients institutions are backed up. People are screaming at us. So it's like, you know, let me send a clarion call that, yes, our doctors are ramping up. We're getting nurse practitioners, doctors, PAs that are taking care of patients. 
So we need pharmacists to rise up. We need pharmacists to wake up and say, you know what? We're going to stick our head out and we're going to take care of the American people. So that's my client call. And they can call me. They can send us a text on our phone, 318-792-5972. Or they can email me at drstella uh, at onlinemds.com. They can reach us. So that is just what we need right now. We need pharmacists. We need the mom and pop pharmacists to wake up and take care of the American people. Well, I want to see if I understand this right, and we'll have you repeat the information, or I'll repeat it later in the podcast. But basically, the I'm going to call it cancel culture, which has been trying to cancel you and the other frontline doctors, really since you stood in front of the Supreme Court almost exactly a year ago. And, you know, you put something up and they take it down and people said you guys were quacks when you're very respected doctors. You have a very good success rate. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you have treated like over 7,000 patients with COVID. And I think you've lost only seven. And each of those was a very special case of somebody who was kind of dying of something any, anyway. And, and, and now they're carrying it on to the pharmacy. So even if people can get a prescription, which you can get through Teladoc, you have doctors all over the country, but they go to their pharmacies and these big pharmacies, and there's only a handful of really, really big ones, are not filling it? Is it because they say the governor in that state told them not to? Because just full disclosure, I'm one of your patients, I guess you say, through Teladoc. I got a prescription for ivermectin. I take it once a week, four, four little pills once a week. I just got it refilled at Walgreens. They never said anything. I didn't have any problems. I know Walgreens is one of the biggies. But here in Florida, things to be, uh, tend to be a whole lot more open. But there are, we call them mom and pops because they're usually family-owned. Pharmacies, they're all around. Usually they're smaller. They're usually tucked away somewhere. They're not necessarily out on the main highway. But these mom and pops can fill these prescriptions, but people tend to just go to the closest one that they know. And you're saying that we could help these pharmacies, which are many of them are struggling financially. Is this what you're saying, that, that they can fill the gap? Yes. We can help. It's not just, yes, it's not even just about going to Walgreens. The issue is not Walgreens or CVS. The issue is actually the pharmacists themselves. If you if you meet a conservative pharmacy, they'll fill the prescription. If you meet a leftist, you know, Waco one, they will not fill it. And they would give you a string, run around, and then they will interview you, and then they will call back. And it's just too much work. Sometimes you're we, we, as busy as we are, we don't have time to chase pharmacies to fill prescriptions. So it is a hit and miss. It's not actually about the pharmacy chain. It's about the pharmacists in charge. So we're having a lot of pharmacists that are pushing back on prescriptions and they have a, they can do it and nobody, nobody can do anything to them. So we are calling the, the mom and pop pharmacists, yes, we, we want to be able to keep their businesses afloat. But I think more of it is they need to wake up and help to take care of the American people because we are, the flu season is coming. It's going to be, it's going to be a carnage. The, a lot of people are going to get sick. And right now, see the vaccinated people are beginning to realize that they also get sick and they die. So they are coming back right now to come get hydroxychloroquine. COVID right now is endemic. 
we're no longer in a pandemic. We're in an endemic state. Just like if you're going to West Africa, where malaria is endemic, you take hydroxychloroquine from the Sunday medicine. That is the message we need to get across to our people. Don't wait till you get sick. Get on hydroxychloroquine weekly. Get on ivermectin weekly. Don't wait till you get sick and you can't breathe. And if you get sick, early treatment. Because if you come early, usually two, three days will knock off the disease. But people are coming right now to us that are, I'm telling you, every single day we're calling ambulance to our clinic. Because people show up in our clinic with oxygen of 65. They are dark. They are already becoming ashen. Sometimes we call the ambulance. The ambulance gets there and the patient is screaming. I am not going to the hospital. No, doctor said, don't let us out of here. We're not going to go. I'm like, we can't. We're not an emergency room. We can't take care of you with an oxygen of 65. You know? So we are really in a situation. People are lining up in front of my clinic as if they are going for Black Friday and sitting in chairs waiting because other doctors will not take care of patients, you know? So we need the, the pharmacists to rise up the same way we rose up. So most of them don't realize that we need their help. So the best way for us to, is to give a clarion call to that pharmacists, mom and pop pharmacists, we need your help and we can help you strengthen your business. You can stay afloat during this craziness. And for a lot of mom and pop pharmacists, they are going out of business as the big conglomerate chains take over. So this would be a good thing to, to support our mom and pop pharmacists and also put them in a position to help the American people. If one can fill 50 to 100 prescriptions a day, we're cranking out sometimes 1,500 prescriptions a day. So we need many pharmacists in different states to handle it. So that is it's just a clarion call for the mom and pop pharmacists. Rise up, take care of America, keep your business strong, survive in this pandemic, and help us take care of the people. You know, so that is or, or what they call pandemic. So right now, COVID is endemic. It's going to be around for a while. And when the winter gets here and the flu comes and RSV and nobody knows what it is, it's going to even get crazier. So we're, we want to get, make sure that we're ready to take care of the people and not have their prescriptions waiting for one week, going from pharmacy to pharmacy, and sometimes they cancel it. So that, that it just helps our, our workflow. If we have like, okay, all the patients in Florida, we have three pharmacists in Florida, there are mom and pop pharmacists, you fill all Florida patients. When the Florida doctors see patients, they send it to them. Okay, so I want to see if I understand. It's becoming clearer. Uh, if it was the pharmacy chains, there would be a huge uproar. It'd be bad publicity. But I guess each pharmacist, you know, because they're a professional and they have to have a certain amount of leeway in what they do, uh, you know, maybe they buy into all the CDC kind of stuff and they say they won't fill the prescription or maybe it's too much trouble for them to track it down. So how would we find the mom and pop pharmacies? I'm just thinking in my own city where, you know, <laughs> where are these people? So is there like a clearinghouse where people can go online and find out, for example, um, where I could find these in Seminole County, Florida, where I live, or, you know, wherever people are listening, how they could find it too? No, it's not actually the people finding them. It is them finding us because the prescriptions go to the pharmacist and the pharmacy contact the patient. So we don't write a paper prescription. <laughs> this is telemedicine. So we send the prescriptions to the pharmacist and the pharmacy find the patient. So that is why I'm contacting you and a lot of our, my other media friends that have good big following to do articles on this so that People can see it and they can tell the pharmacy. I posted it on Facebook, that, um, posting on, on Telegram. And we're getting some responses. People are already sending information. Here's a mom and pop pharmacy in this place. Here's a mom and pop pharmacy here. So we just want to be able to reach out to them 
And since there's no way for me to get all of them, the best thing is to send a clarion call out there. You know, so that's why I'm, I contacted you. I said, you know, we need to tell the pharmacies that we need help. You know, they need to come and help us take care of the American people. I think this is very important, and I have so much respect for you, and uh, you are one of the main sources in my book, God and Cancel Culture, and then you're very involved with Clay Clark with his Reawaken America tour. In fact, he contacted me to see if I could get him your contact information. You may remember that. I was not at the Anaheim event, but I did watch you on uh, live streaming, or I guess, it, you know, it was, wasn't live, actually. It was recorded. Oh, and and I, I also wrote my column in Charisma this month, which just on, landed on my desk today. It's the September issue. I wrote about you and what you're doing and this important new book that's coming out, uh, Let America Live. And I am so excited about this book. But, you know, as far as I know, no other publisher would touch it. You, you continue to be canceled in different ways. There's a lot of bad stuff on social media, but it doesn't seem to stop you at all. So tell us a little bit about this book, which will be coming out in just a couple of weeks. Yes, Let America Live. It's actually just a cry of my heart to the, to the powers that be. After, you know, it, it's such a, a burden to know what people need to do and to see people dying knowing that there's effective treatment and effective prevention and people are dying and there's, the, there's like a war between a war between the people and information. So it's just kind of the journey, just my journey with God and how I got to where I am and the fight to make sure that I stay where I am to take care of the American people and just actually giving people information that they will not see on the regular media and telling people that it's okay, you can leave, you don't have to die, you know. And of course, digging deep into the spiritual implications of this um, COVID and the Trojan horse. And it's going to be a really interesting book. There's, so, there's, there's a lot of, you know, there's medical in it, there's sci-fi in it, there's, you know, my story is it's really good. You know, it's, it, it, it encompasses everything. So when people get out of that book, they understand the deep spiritual battle that we're in. They also see the medical battle that we're in and they see how to get better. They see it, it just encompasses everything. You know, it's very, it's very rare that you see medicine and science meeting like that. But my whole journey is about Bible meeting, science, and current events. Right, and a lot about spiritual warfare. You are, in my opinion, and the opinion of any, a mighty woman of God. You believe in spiritual warfare. You believe that there are spiritual roots to, you know, all of this mess that's going on, particularly with covid can you elaborate a little bit on that as we wrap up this podcast? Yeah, um, I would tell people, I said, you know, the, we have several layers to this battle. We have the medical part, we have the propaganda, but I think the crux of this battle is spiritual. Why I say the crux of this battle is spiritual is because the, the deception, the veil over the minds of people and just um, the kind of lackadaisical attitude for people, even the the level of, of, uh, of um, you know, the level of the kind of oppression over the church and over the people that could stand and speak for the nation is, is, is unprecedented, you know. And uh, this is a spiritual battle because it's not, there's nothing science about what's going on. If this was science, they would listen to the doctors that are treating patients. 
if this was science, they would follow the rules of science. But they are making the rules of twisting it, turning it as they go. Like, for example, mask. Mask, wearing a mask to filter COVID is like putting on a chain link fence to filter a mosquito. There's a lot of studies on it, but people still wear the mask. And it's like they are caged as like there's just this veil over the minds of people and they still wear it. And I, like I, I did a t shirt called Slaves Who, who Love Their Mask, that I mean, in their bondage. And you know, there are people that know the truth. I was talking to a, 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 a believing, a believer, there are some pharmacists that's trying to feel hydroxychloroquine. I said, You're vaccinated. I said, Ask her. I said, Ask him. I said, Well, you know that back home, people are not getting COVID, not because you cannot get COVID back home. I mean, you can't social distance in the slums of Ajegunle or Lagos. How come there's no COVID in Nigeria like that? Because there is effective treatment and all these treatments are over the counter. So can you guys think and, and say there's something sinister going on? And there's a, whole, a lot of stuff that the Lord showed me about this battle. I do believe that the people that are pushing this narrative from the media to social media to, um, to the, all the three-letter organizations, the CDCs, WHOs, and it there's a sinister, diabolic plan to actually depopulate the world or to corrupt the, the uh, humanity. And it's so obvious for people that have eyes or people that are awake. It's so obvious. For example, um, the vaccine, the Moderna vaccine, the lipid protein nanoparticle use, the lipid nanoparticle use, it's called luciferous. You know something? They stick, stick, stick over everything. Like, um, so people are not listening. The church is not listening. And fear and dread over the world just not stick fear. You know, last year, the Lord used my voice to break this fear and give people hope that, you know what, there's, there's a way out. But even then, people are just still cloaked in such fear. So I'm just, I don't know what's going to happen when the vaccinated wake up and realize that, whoa, I can still get and die. You've been deceived. You've been good wings. So which, what kind of people will allow hundreds of thousands of people to die for a disease that is completely treatable and completely preventable? This, this, this kind of people must be agents of the devil because there's no a human heart would think or have compassion over humanity. I went to um, North Dakota. I met a man that was, he, in fact, he was sitting at a bar drinking himself away and he just said, my 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 soulmate, my sweetheart, died of COVID. I begged the people to give him as a medicine. I begged them to give her as a medicine. I begged them to give her as a medicine. I begged for hydroxychloroquine, and they refused to give it, and they died. So people are in the hospitals. Our, our hospitals have become a jail cell of death. And people go to the hospital, and they are begging for medication, and they refuse to give it. So Steve, how do you explain that apart from this is evil, this is sinister, this is spiritual, because who does that? And people cannot stand back and fight. We all know, half the country knows that this thing is diabolic and crazy, but somehow there is no way for people to stand and break through, you know? That's why we need to pray, because only God can get us out of where we are right now. And the church is the only entity that was given the authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and all the works of darkness. If the church doesn't arise to fight this battle, we're going to perish. So we need the church to wake up and stand and take the authority of our darkness so we can be free. So that is why part of our job is to pray fervently every day. We're still doing it today. Well, that's so well said. And of course, you make that point in your book. And I hope that your book and the other things that you do 
you do so many things. You have prayer meetings. You minister, of course, every week at your own uh, ministry, Firepower Ministries in Katy, Texas. And, you know, you're just so strong in a time that a lot of people are wilting under the scrutiny or just being silent. And I know you're very, very busy. You have to get back to what you're doing. I hope that before the book comes out that we can have some other podcasts. And I just thank you so much for this important word. We're going to do what we can to help people find out about this. We'll put it up as kind of a news story. We'll have the podcast with it. I'll, I'll send it to you to check over to be sure that it, it's exactly right because we want to you know, give out accurate information. But thank you, thank you, thank you for what you do at so many different levels. And it's just an honor oh. and privilege for me personally to be able to stand with you. Yes, it's God's grace, and uh, you know sometimes God just gives you the grace, and you do things that in your natural being you could not have done. So it's just His grace and mercy. And they can reach us at three one eight seven nine two five nine seven two. Send me a text, and or or reach me at any of my social media so that we can get them going. God bless you, please. Thank you so much for like you know what I call you the Barack. That <laughs> 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 so when we speak. You, you, you broadcast it out. So God bless you for all your doing. I hope to see you in, uh, in Michigan by God's grace. Thank you very much, and God bless you, Dr. Stella. Welcome back. I'm back in the studio, and I think that what she has to say is so very important. She was a big part of my book, God and Cancel Culture. I had a whole chapter on COVID and cancel culture, and she was one of my very main sources. Uh, We decided to publish her book, even though it's uh, somewhat controversial. Actually, in my opinion, the book's not that controversial. It's common sense. She's a respected doctor. You know, people call her all kinds of things, but they're wrong. It's actually an example of the cancel culture trying to make someone legitimate look bad. In fact, now is a good time for me to just encourage you to order Guide and Cancel Culture, you can pre-order it. The books just came off the press. If you go to stevestrangbooks.com and order it there, we will actually send you out a hardcover book in the next week or so before they become available in the stores. I hope we have all those logistics worked out, but that's, of course, what we intend to do. Also, we'll be telling you more about her book. It comes out several weeks later, and we need to get the word out, so share this podcast with others put it on social media they can't take it down everywhere and uh, you can do your part to get out the word both for dr stella Manuel. i have so much respect for her she's she's tough she is a mighty woman of god all of these attacks don't seem to phase her i so respect her so thank you for helping us get the word out thank you for listening to my podcast today on the charisma podcast network i'm stephen strang God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Strang Report with Steve Strang. To read more from Steve, visit his blog, The Strang Report, on charismamag.com. Again, it's The Strang Report on charismamag.com. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.